0: Hi hey guys, welcome back to the Detour podcast. I'm your host Dan Jones, as always joined by four-time national road champion from Australia, John Trevorrow and movie star writer, Sarah Gigante, straight in. We normally introduce our guests and do a bit of pre-talk, but you're a regular now to the Detour and you're a more polished version of Phil Liggett, all credit to the voice of cycling, but uh, great to have you on Sarah and, and you're back racing, which is uh, yeah, yeah. bringing a lot of delight to everyone that is obviously a big supporter of yours.
1: And especially me, I cannot wait. I'm so excited for Sunday. I don't think I've ever been this excited for a race in my life, and that says a lot because I'm often very excited for racing. So, yeah, I just can't believe I finally, finally get to race again. It's it's been such a delight the whole past month just getting to ride my bike again like normal, and yeah, to top it off with my last, well, my first race, my last, definitely not my last race. Yeah. excitement.
2: <laughs> well, we're, we're all excited. I'm very excited that I'm going to be down there on Sunday. So uh, I'm the race director of the uh, uh, Tour of Gifts, Land, uh, Gifts oh, Land for Car- Karen Jones, mm-hmm. who's uh, managed to get it back on the calendar. She's done a fantastic job, actually, Karen. Mm-hmm. So uh, chapeau. Uh, to her. Uh, she's also the Women's warnable, And we're going to get her on next week. We're going to do yep. a preview of the Women's warnable of the of the Melbourne Warner and the Women's warning which I know you're writing, Sarah. Uh, yeah, super I'm super excited. You thought, you thought well,
0: Sarah was excited. Wait well, till Karen gets on.
2: Well, I've been having a hold She wanted to come on tonight. I said, no, we're going to save you for next week. I think I stirred her up with something. But anyway, it's all good. But before we talk about the, the Tour of Gippsland and how great it is to have you there, can we just go back to you know that uh, that time? So you you started last year terribly with with broken three broken bones and broken broken oh, yeah, leg right,
1: yeah,
2: right. broken broken
1: yeah,
0: leg. Hang on, I
1: started last year very well. Thanks, John. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah, you did. But let's go back on, you, Sarah. How <laughs> timing I mean, got made accountable for these verbal diarrhoea. <laughs> not talking about your form. We know how brilliant your form was. But with that terrible crash, and you came back from that. Not most people thought you wouldn't be able to recover from those a uh, serious injury, especially the broken leg, uh, to ride your leves. But you did that. But mm. I'm sure that says you didn't know about the other conditions. So just tell us how that all worked. With, with You're right in the Olympics, because I think you finished eleventh in the time trial, which is a pretty good effort anyway. Uh, but when did you start to realise there was something else wrong?
1: Well, it's hard to say in hindsight. I know as soon as I got to Spain, which wasn't long because we had to leave Tokyo straight after, I knew as soon as I got there, I felt pretty bad. Like, I felt really bad, actually. And it was the first time I... That weekend was the first time I skipped my efforts in, like, two years, I think. Like, I was just like, to my coach, Dylan Lindsay, I was like, I I just can't. Like, I thought, I was like, oh, maybe some jet lag. Or, like, I'd read about people getting, like, a bit less motivated after the Olympics. And I was like, this is so weird because I feel so motivated. Like, I was so excited for Norway and Um, Yeah, I just, like, was really ready to, like, keep racing. And I'd finally come back from those injuries like you said and I felt like I'd trained really hard and I you know I was getting even maybe not like my very best form but I was like definitely like going pretty well I felt so I was just excited to get into the next block and I was like I don't know what's happening Dylan <laughs> like I just cannot like the thought of doing the efforts I remember I, I was sitting outside my apartment my new apartment <laughs> Kristen Faulkner my new roommate like came home from her ride and I was just like sitting there, like ready to go for my ride. And I've been sitting there for like an hour trying to get myself to go. So I just felt like pretty, pretty bad for a few days. And then I realized that something was wrong. And after that, I didn't ride for ages. And yeah, I mean, lots of highs and lows in between then and now. But now I feel amazing. Like, it's crazy. I'm so happy. I just kind of felt better one day. And yeah.
0: Well what was key parts of the recovery process? What was it just rest or was there specific things that you had to do?
1: Rest, lots of rest. Just yeah. I think we said it last time, but I had to keep my heart rate under 100 beats per minute for so many months, which was quite hard. Like even I lived in Daruna on like the fifth floor and like walking up the steps, I'd be like following Kristen up and then like three steps stories up a bit oh wait gotta gotta slow down (laughs) have a break so like I felt all right after a while but it was just a matter of like remembering to listen to the restrictions which I did very well I have to say like normally with like doctors being like oh okay you've broken this like don't ride outside for x number of weeks I really struggle sometimes (laughs) like I, I try to listen but like sometimes I'm like oh yeah like Twelve weeks, ten weeks, same thing. But no, with the heart,
3: like, <laughs>
1: I, like I wasn't like, oh, hundred beats per minute. Oh, that's like hundred ten. Like no, I was like, whoa, like ninety nine. Got to stop on this stair. So yeah, I was very strict. Um, because hearts are super important. Obviously, everything's important, but I'd say hearts, are pretty important, is up there. So yeah, lots of rest, taking it easy. I started to ride indoors. And then thanks to, yeah, 99 Bikes too, I was able to start riding outside on an e-bike once I got back to Melbourne, which was nice. It felt just so good to feel the wind in my face again, even though it didn't feel quite the same. I was able to ride with mum a lot at least, which was nice. And, yeah, I rode out to my club, Brunswick. I rode out to the start of my bunch ride. I didn't do the bunch ride, but I rode out to the start. I was like, hey, everyone. Um, And then, yeah, I guess maybe about Christmas time. It was a nice Christmas present. About then I started to ride a bit more. And then I went to team camp, which, yeah, which was so amazing. I was so, so happy to be on Moby Star. And, yeah, it was really just about then that I started feeling fantastic, just, like, overnight. So it was just, like, 2022. Can't get much better, right? Just, like, (laughs) feel amazing. And now I'm racing again almost. So, yeah, it's going to be so cool.
2: So my, myopericarditis, it's it's uh, inflammation of the heart. How do you get that? I mean, is it something, you know, it's not a common thing. So how did you actually, you work out how you got it?
1: No, I don't know. And it's too late. I, I won't know. Like we did tons of tests. Don't know what happened. But as long as it doesn't happen again, which they say, I'm like no more likely to get it than you. It's just, yeah. it got unlucky, very unlucky, very, very yeah. unlucky. And yeah. Yeah, I'm better now, and don't ever want to go through that again. But at least <laughs> yeah.
2: now I love life more than ever. You did a I, great, I think, a quick, sorry, I was going to say your great quote. So you don't want to get. You said, uh, I think it was on slightly tips or one of those. You said uh, about last year. All all I can say is that broken bones are a walk in the park. I broke three bones, including one of my leg, early in 2021. But that was a bump in the road compared to what happened later. I'm totally fine now, though. I, I love that. I just, just a bump in the road. <laughs>
0: but what I was going to say is the last time we had you on, that the overriding says, we know you're a positive person, but that just shone through how you deal with adversity, like your mindset. Like that is the mindset of a champion. But surely there was moments when it was, when it, it must have been so hard when you're told you can't do what you're passionate about, which is ride your bike
1: yeah I think the uncertainty was definitely the worst like it wasn't as much as okay you can't do this for this long and then you'll be able to do this like with a broken bone, I think why I said that is you know like you have a broken leg and the doctors are pretty much able to say okay you break your leg because you flipped at quite a fast speed and smashed your leg into the ground and it's this is what it looks like on the x-ray and this is how long it's going to take roughly. And then this is like the steps, you know, and then you'll definitely be able to do like this by this date, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when it comes to your heart and a condition like this, it's a bit more hard to say, hard to predict. And also like not knowing why I had it, it was all a bit stressful. So <laughs> I'm glad that it's done. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely like more appreciative of being healthy and like I, I love cycling. I think everyone knows that I always love cycling. But I I did take it for granted, the fact that I'm able to, like, do that. Like, every day just push my body to the limit and, like, train, you know. Like, I think we all – you take it for granted just being able to ride your back and feel pretty good. Like, maybe you're not, like, racing, but you can, like, go out there and just do what you want and you don't have to worry. So, I nope. think – that's something I will not do again. And now I, like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, you could write in my training program, go do, like, 12 hours in the snow. I mean, there's not snow here, but there's snow in Spain. You could mm-hmm. tell me go do 12 hours with, like, a billion efforts and, I don't know, don't, don't take any water or whatever you want to write. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was, yes like I cannot wait so I think that's how I say it. every day I'm just like woo get to go training this is the best and now I'm like yeah, yeah get to go racing this is even better than the best. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now we've
0: got one of the world's best cycling interviewers that's just been sitting in the lobby like a greyhound scratching at the box uh he's been listening with intent for your source of course the voice of cycling Phil Liggett he's back on the detour. Phil what, a, what an inspiring story for such a young person.
4: I tell you, you call me an interview. I was sat here, there, sir, just listening to you and you were inspiring me to start cycling again. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you are ready for it. Um, I think it just reflects your, you have the champion temperament which you need to be a great success, not just on the bike, but as a person. And you've conquered adversity at such a young age. You've conquered it. And you're so inspiring to get out there and do it again now. I mean, you're going to have a great season. That's for
1: sure. Thanks so
0: much. Now, the switchboard is lit up. We've got Buster Thomas. He says, great to hear you back on the road, Sarah. Uh, Jethro Nagel wants to know, please ask Sarah what her favourite bit of movie star kit is so far.
1: Oh, I know the answer because I've never had one before. And when I pulled it out, I was like, well, I I pulled out all my kit, like a little kit at Christmas. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, Our sponsor is Le Passion and it's so nice. I hadn't heard of it, but now I'm like in love. I'm telling everyone. Um, so my favourite part is this jersey. It's like a rain jersey, you know. Like I don't really wear rain jackets because I find like they're a bit baggy. I'm always like, trying to go fast, get the Strava segments. So don't really like like the bagginess or like, <laughs> you know, like in your like, lower arms. I don't know. I have something against that. But this rain jersey, I've never seen such an awesome invention. Like it's short sleeve. And, like, made of this really good material that doesn't make you all sweaty. It's just, like, almost a normal jersey, but, like, great for the rain. So I used it heaps when I was in Spain. Thankfully, I haven't used it here because the weather's been amazing. That's also something I don't take quite as much for granted now because after being – I've never been in Europe in winter, and I don't know how the Euros do it. Like – (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh,
4: do do <laughs>
0: well, not only your inspiration, you're a bloody marketer's dream. To be, uh, loving the passion coming through here. Uh Jana says, uh, hi Sarah, <coughs> and afternoon to all. Uh a LinkedIn user <laughs> that narrows it down. It says, How's your <laughs> Spanish? And how does the team communicate during races?
1: Well, because I was off the bike for so long last year, then I had quite a lot of time. Like I was doing uni, but still cycling normally takes up so much time. So I was like, what do I do with all this time? And I was like, well, I can't improve my cycling for next year by training. I have to listen to the doctors, but I can improve it by like learning Spanish because that will help me in the smart. team. So Very I
3: did smart. try
1: and I had a really nice friend that I made in Melbourne who has been helping me. And yeah, I, I was writing <laughs> to myself, like just long letters, like dear Sarah, how are you? Like, Oh, hi, Sarah. My day's been great. Thanks, Sarah. Like, Yeah, I was, like, really into it. I mean, I think I've dropped a bit now, now that I'm starting to train more. Well, I am training more. But, yeah, I tried my best last year. I really enjoyed it, and I'm still enjoying it. When I was at the camp, I was having so much fun. Everyone was a teacher. I was like, please, tell me every time I make a mistake, which is all the time. Just correct me. Like, I want to learn as much as I can. And in the races, right now, I think they do Spanish and English, but – before we have a girl from France, Aud, and before she learned English, actually, I don't know how it works because she also knows Spanish. So maybe when she just joined the team and she only knew French, um, someone was telling me that they used to have the radio in French, Spanish, and English all at once. So I'm glad that she's now she's fluent in Spanish and English, which is awesome. Um, so I'm glad it's just two languages now. And I'm also glad that English is one of those because even though I try, I'm definitely not up to race radio. Uh,
0: turn it up. You, let's not beat around the bush here. You are a yeah. super intellectual person. I think you've got a perfect end score. You'll be fluent in yeah. about two bloody weeks. Let's, let's weeks. be honest about that.
3: <laughs> well, oh, two months.
0: We'll give yeah. it two <laughs> months. Um, we've got another question from Buster Thomas. He says, Sarah, it seems movie star must be very supportive <clears throat> of your situation. Uh I think he's asking, what do they expect of you in Europe? When, when, do, they oh, when do they expect you in expect Europe? You in Europe?
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, they've been amazing. Ever since last year when we found out that I was sick, and yeah, quite a bad sickness to have, they've been so, so supportive, like no sense of rushing me at all. And, yeah, even like ignoring the sickness, they don't want to rush me in. I- I'm still young and I-, I can just like feel it. Like they're really in for like the long term and I love it. The whole team's amazing. So I think I'll be here for maybe another month or so and then jet off to Europe. Um, So not too long until I'm back in the UCI peloton. And I'm so excited. Like, I'm excited for this weekend. I think that's number one, definitely, because I haven't raced in so long and it's like in three days. Wow, I've been counting down for so long. Um, But, yeah, to join my teammates and race alongside them, yeah, that's going to be so incredible. Such an
0: experience well, Karen Jones has put the pressure on. She says, once she's wow. won the tour of Gippsland and the women's warning,
1: I'm trying to see <laughs> the radar here. I'm very, upset. I haven't touched my bike in so long, like, everyone is yeah. not worried about me.
0: <laughs> That's it,
2: he, Yeah, I, I, I can imagine that'll be the case. They won't be worrying about you at all. Now, yeah, look, uh, uh, it's uh, going to be uh, a, a fantastic event to Gippsland. Start, it, it's all down in that region of Phillip Island, uh, Inverloch, down in that uh, part of Gippsland. So the first stage is out at Woolamai, uh, which is uh where's a race course out there. It's not far from San Remo, in between there, and the beautiful town of Kilcunda. It's sort of... Ducked in, the, duck, ducked in the back there. It's not a circuit, nice circuit. John, in there. John,
0: I'm going to have to cut you off. You've made a very, very big mistake. It's the Mitcheldon Tour of Gippsland. Oh, oh so oh you dear. Flipped, you flipped, oh, Jerry no. Ryan. This he yeah. could pull the plug on this bloody show at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The I thought
2: Mitchell, had a glass in front of you. Oh,
4: oh, is, the, uh, a you there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I bet Karen Jones noted it too, Dan.
2: Yes. Yes. as I have got a, a, a red flag already from Karen. Um, hmm. yeah, yeah. So then the second day is out of Lock, and it's a wonderful circuit up into those hills at the back of Inverlock. We've raced it uh, before in a Sun Tour and a Tour of Gippsland. So that'll be right up your alley. And then the final one is a, um, a tour of yeah get all the information there. File Mitchell and Tour of, of Gippsland.com. Mitchell and Tour of Gippsland, yes, yes. <laughs> the the, the website, Websites, so. Tour of Gippsland. Uh, yeah. And the file stage in real little uh, uh, town on Phillip Island. Uh, we've got to quit there to finish it all off on Tuesday. So it's going to be great. And it's a good feel too. We've got yeah. the, the, uh, some really good bike riders in there. Uh, I printed it out, but I didn't... Uh, I can't find it, but I've got it here on my on my little phone. <laughs> and I'm just looking through it. It's all the best NRS teams. I think there's around about 40 uh, in, in the ladies' event, which is fantastic. Um, and, and all the, the uh, Australian top teams come from all around Australia for it uh, yeah. and a handful of individuals, and you being one of those, Sarah.
1: Yes. So thanks very much, Karen, for letting me race. I'm so excited and I'm very glad that we also, that we race, so thanks, Robbie Star. I'm just so, so excited, so happy. Oh, so
0: you're obviously happy that you're racing, but is there still you're a competitive animal as well? Are you, are you setting any expectations or just being back on the bike is enough?
1: Oh, I think I'm just going to be really happy to be back in the peloton, back yeah. doing what I love. Um, I mean, I'll try my best. I have no idea, honestly. Like, I, I don't mm. even know how my form is. I've I've been doing a lot of endurance um, just trying to build back a base so I, I haven't really done that many efforts so I don't know how I'm going and it's hard to know I'm sure everyone's flying from nationals but I also haven't raced them in like a whole year so mm. <laughs> yeah it's going to be I'll, I'll see I'll tell you after like two laps All right. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be out of work
2: i am in just- the race. Director's car right in front. So I'll drop back and ask you on the second lap, okay? You're not allowed to do that, John. You're not allowed to oh. under the rules of the international
4: circuit. Sarah, will you will you be conscious of your heart? Will you be listening to it? Do you wear a monitor or or just get stuck in?
1: Uh I mean I, I felt fine for so many months. I of course if I feel anything like anyone, I feel like if anyone felt like just pain in the race, I hope they would stop. So I, I think I'm just like a normal person like that. Right. If I felt like I was having a heart attack, I would definitely stop, but I'm sure that won't happen.
2: Yeah. there happens to be a men's race on as well. <laughs> and uh, there? Oh, <laughs> how the world has changed. Uh, and, and it's a great <laughs> feel. We've got to read about 80-odd 80, 80 starters in the men's. That's all the top teams, you know, Bridge Line and IRI, um, All of us racing, you know, Informed TMX, some bloke named Britton Jones, reckons they're going to give it a bit of a nudge, um, and he probably will. Um, But, yeah, a great field. So I'm looking forward And we've got it under uh, under 19s as well. Um, So, yeah, going to be some great, great racing.
0: Well, we wish you all the best, Tara, and we really appreciate you coming on the detour. And uh, I think we might have asked you this last time, but we're a bit further down the track. As we said, you know you're such a positive person. What can you leave the the viewers and the listeners with about you know staying focused and getting through those tough moments?
1: I think what I like to always think to myself is it's just one day this will just be a bad memory. So whenever it's tough, I just like to think about that. Like one day it will be over, and you'll just think back to that bad time, or you'll try and forget it either way. But it will be over. There'll be better days, and yeah, yeah, that's how I feel now. I'm just Great, uh, way better day. And perfect. I have to say, perfect. thank you so much for having me back on. But I'm a tiny bit disappointed because I listen to this podcast every time it comes out on the Ergo. <laughs> I love listening to this podcast, and now I can't listen to it because I, I don't like listening to my own podcast. So, oh, we'll start. send it to
2: you. We'll send it yeah. to you. Make you listen to it again. yeah, yeah. We have. Yeah, I think I comments, think you did a good job.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have that <laughs> in common. Yeah, <laughs> I, really I never play back the podcast um, either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got yeah. one, one last question for you If you finish your uh, I know you're doing a double degree In, in linguistics and geography I think that was um, Is that finished now or have you still got a year to go?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, I'm still going I dropped down to part-time last year And I'll okay. stay at part-time So okay. it's taking me a little bit longer But I'm not in a rush I enjoy it and it's I like having the balance And yeah, mm. it'll be good
0: all right, well, we wish you like all that. the best on and off the bike, Sarah. We'll be cheering for you at the Tour of Gippsland and the Warnie, and we'll check in again soon.
1: Yes, thank you so much. Love
0: right, Sarah. Thank you, Thanks for yeah. joining yeah. us. See you. See bye. Ya. Now, it's time for the wow. drinks break. If you how do you want to play this because we have the voice of cycling. Do you want to be, ah. just to play the Bike Exchange little stinger, and then we can work out how we're going to do the
2: Yeah, okay. Do that. Oh, and, uh, uh, um you came get... on
0: to me.
4: You came on to me. It was about 10 o'clock my time last night. Yeah, we I, threw I've you on the bus. Uh, I've been up just an hour now.
0: Um, I've had one look at this thing and I'm ready. And okay, I fantastic. Right, well, we'll play the bike exchange when we come back. Phil is going to narrate this thing live. It's going to be. You, will you give me a few? Will I know when to do yeah, it? Yeah, we'll give you a cue. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Get, we'll, yeah. we'll get it sorted. All right, quick drinks, uh, mate. We'll be back soon.
3: Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? but it's not. It's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs, semi-amateurs, and pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank, and these bars. This could be the perfect match, but not this one. This girl has a bike to sell and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace with over 500,000 products and 900 brands, where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns, and
0: rides. Thanks again to Bike Exchange. Now, I'll just queue up the video. Bear with me. Uh, <laughs> we've got the Mamu short. Are you ready to go, Phil? Because it'll it'll start whenever you're ready, and then I'll dim down the music, and let's just Use, watch the man. Uh,
4: yeah. Clear the music in, if you like.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, let's go.
4: Mix it at the same time. Show us what
0: a great show you've got, and I'll find it. There you go. You, you get to talk, Phil. you yeah. now listen?
4: To oh, sorry,
0: sorry mate.
4: I know exactly what to do. I'm just waiting for you to stop talking and play the tape.
0: Okay, okay. I'll stop talking and I'll play the tape. And don't worry, don't worry. Words oh, okay. will come. Words sorry, will sorry, come. sorry. I, I'm a micromanager. You know that, Phil. Roll <laughs> it. Oh, hang on. I've stuffed the music up. Jeez, this is just... uh, Here we go. It's back and it's
4: time to return to the Tour de France. After COVID, tour fever returns in style with John Tavaro's Mumbling Tours. You'll ride and you will drink your way to Paris and you will go backstage among the participants and the people of the greatest race on earth.
0: Perfect. Uh,
4: <laughs> hey, that wasn't bad for time. That was wasn't a, bad. Uh, it wasn't it bad.
0: And if Giro. you've got an update as well for the Giro, there's a package oh, no, out. Yes, one, okay. Out. okay. No, you don't have, no, no so you can have a time off, mate.
2: Well, well, this is uh, uh, just a uh, uh, one page that uh, uh, Marcel uh, Berger. Uh, sent me through t- today, um, and it's more about uh, so the Giro experience. So nine days, eight nights, from the 4th of May to the 12th of May, um, and it's going to be sensational. I'm not sure who the um, uh, ex-pro is going to be yet, but I'll be there, and my mate Vazzy will be there, along with the w- with the uh, full Moo team, and they do it so well. So experience the best of the Giro uh, in 2022. Daily rides on the race route through Hungary and uh, over iconic Italian climbs. Watch the action live from the incredible viewing locations, uh, eight nights, twin room accommodation, um it's opportunity to meet a pro team ex, uh, expert mechanical service and support daily they treat you like a pro they look after you really well uh immerse yourself in the best of italy's divine food wine uh and prosecco. i thought prosecco was wine but anyway uh and then there's a daily uh, uh uh itinerary there all the way through i don't need to go through that but yep. it's uh yeah, $9,000 a person for, for a, a trip of a lifetime. Wow. Uh, it's sensational. So just jump onto moomoocycling.com and, uh, and look it up and love to see you there. Mm.
0: As I said, the food over in uh, the Giro is just next level. It doesn't matter where you are, it's next okay. level. Now, if you've actually done some work for this show, which is fantastic, you've got a couple of talking points Breaking news around the world of cycling.
2: What do you got for us? <laughs> well, we've got a couple of races to start today. I think uh, uh, the Tour of Oman is actually just. They would have fired the gun about uh, half an hour ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Cav uh, back uh, in, in it's his first race back because uh, he hurt himself in the six days. He crashed and uh, uh, broke a, a, a collarbone or something or wrist, I think, in, in uh, six days. Uh, him versus Gaviria. And uh, young Caden Groves. We'll see how uh, he's going to go. Um I believe he's it, it, ready to step up. And I think we'll see him win some quite big events this year because he's a super sprinter. It's just taken him a while to find his his groove. So he, he he's in there. And then, of course, also um, starting today is a Tour de la Provence, which is a fantastic race. Uh, so Carapaz, Alaphilippe and Quintana uh all in their belt and way uh, So I'm looking forward to those uh, races. But one of the things that... Uh, popped up overnight we've we've seen a few robberies from team vans and this sort of thing but it's taking the next level now we had uh, a truck driver with a yep yeah, that was that was a truck after with a huge shipment of Shimano going to Czech Republic um and evidently 10 million euro of Shimano equipment was stolen from the back of the truck. So they evident they followed him away from the factory, till he got to his first to had to have a rest break, and then they gassed while he's having a snooze. They gassed the cabin, knocked him out. Well, he was unconscious, of course, because they gassed it, and then pinched all the stuff. And by the time he woke up, they were probably in another country. So. That's a, I reckon it's like mm. a year's supplies. They're the biggest, one of the biggest bike builders in, in all of Europe, they, this Czech mm. company. They built uh, uh, over a million, one and a half million bikes they expected to build over the next 12 months. So that's going to be a bit tough to do when, uh, with no parts to put on it. So it's hard enough anyway at this current time, but that, that's a yeah. terrible story, terrible story. We've seen a lot of this feel
0: like bike thefts. You know, it's happening all the time at races and that. Is it something that, I mean, what do you do to prevent this sort of stuff?
4: Well, in all honesty, it's it's not just bike bits now. It's the way the world is going. I mean, inflation is surging. In in the region where I live, within 10 kilometres where I live, burglaries have doubled of private houses in the last six months, doubled. People yeah. are dumping stuff on the roads, on the streets. Are, are, are you having
2: trouble getting rid of it, though, Phil?
4: No, it's going well.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, the world it's a whole area around where
2: Phil lives—it's the only place that's happening in London, in England. Yeah, anyway, used to be very honest,
4: where I was wasn't until I moved in, it's, it's changed since then. No, life is changing in many, many ways. But we—we uh, we all know with the teams how how careful they are. They—they they know that mm. they the hit tar- their target. And they back the van so close together against walls, brick walls, so you can't get in through the doors, et cetera, uh, when you're on the events. Some of them have got security guards now, which stay with the vehicles through the night. Um, just where, where will it end? We're, we're becoming quite a, quite a tyrannical world, I think,
0: in many, many ways. We were just Green talking.
4: Ed,
0: the Greenwich Service Corps got robbed a couple of times, and at it, one point did. they came in through the roof. That's like right. Mission Impossible style. So, right. you know, they'll yeah. stop at nothing. They're getting crafty. like.
2: Oh. Well, they did yeah. that with one of the team trucks. They backed up against a, another truck. So they're two trucks together. And they just, like a like, like mm. can open, they just opened the roof and took everything out through the roof. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, another example of, of what's going on, my neighbour uh, who has a small BMW car parked at the railway station about 10 k away. When he came back from the office to the station to pick up his car, the catalytic converter had been grinded off. It was gone. Turn the engine on. It sounded like he was driving a rocket ship. He looked underneath and there's no converter there. So he calls the police. First of all, the camera is flooded. The car park is flooded with cameras. Uh, the station didn't want to know because the car park's operated by somebody else. Um, so they're not even checking the cameras. They call the police. The police say, well, don't, do, don't drive the car, whatever you do. He said, well, I need to get home. I'll do it at 30 K an hour. And then he said, uh, the police told him, uh, A big white van will have arrived. Men will have gone out with grinders in broad daylight, middle of the day. Nobody sees this going on. The police says it takes approximately 60 seconds to grind through the pipes and to remove the catalytic converter. The problem is they may have written the car off at the same time because the the grinder could have gone into the base of the engine or the chassis and damaged both because they don't care. I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on at the moment. Yeah. yeah. But listen, while we're talking about the, while we're talking about the future, I mean, I, I was at lunch yesterday with a commentator, uh, Adam Blyde in fact, who works with me on the Tour de France. First time I've seen him in the flesh. Actually, I've only ever talked to him on the oh, okay. on, on the airwaves. And he was he was a guest speaker at this lunch, and we were exactly. talking afterwards about he, a very good bike rider, Lotto Soudal, when he retired, mm-hmm. and a teammate of Caleb's, and he spoke very nice. Drainage, yeah. Uh, oh, and he, indeed. Um, Anyway, he was a British champion. He's now, he actually, he's a natural commentator. And he was telling me how much he wants to work with me next year as a commentator, but I'm not sure we can make it work. But anyway, it's another story. But he was telling me because he's on the inside a little bit with the situation regarding the crash of Aegon Bernal. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, he can't say too much. But at the end of the day, he, obviously. Agan Burnell apparently slammed into the back of that stationary bus in excess of 60 kilometers an hour. He did not wow. see it at all. He just was on full speed as he plowed in. Yeah. And and Adam said he was extremely lucky not to die. Simple as no. that. As we know, his injuries have been horrendous. Uh, it's going to be a long haul. I do believe Agan will come back, but it's going to be a long haul. But the, what he was saying was uh, he was riding his time trial bike. And he was practicing his streamlined racing position. Uh, and because of the UCI regulations, which don't allow certain positions, they've adapted a new position of the head and the body going lower over the handlebars, while still being legal in the lying down position. And the chances are, he was actually in such a streamlined position, he wasn't even looking where he was going. Now mm. that's pure supposition, uh, but that sounds like he just rode straight into a bus that was stopped in front of him because he was practicing his time trial position. But either way, I think we all agree, if you hit a stationary object and you don't know it's coming, you have a bad
2: crash, and
4: that's what he had.
2: It was great to see some photos of him uh, after the operation actually standing up, which surprised me. Unbelievable, (laughs) yeah. These guys have
4: seen history repeat itself. They're made of rubber. I've I've said it on television, these guys are made of rubber. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. also you can understand why the UCI have these restrictions because if particularly mm-hmm. younger people see riders doing that and they go out and do it on the roads, exactly. like accidents can exactly. happen. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a safety thing yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah
4: it, it was a big mistake, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, anything you want to add before we wrap things up, lads?
4: No, I'll be tuning into the Tour of Provence, which starts today. And Adam Blythe is commentating, I believe. So, I'll be mm. fine. You've been yes. getting
0: into the Winter Olympics, Phil. How's the UK Well, going?
4: well. Uh, Channel Seven did invite me to work on them, but I felt that uh, the night shift from London for about 10, 10 or twelve days would have worn me out before the season started. So I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't go forward with that one. But I've been watching them. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a bit strange for me watching a, uh, an I'd, Olympic I'd, game. I've been loving it actually. Yeah, I, it. It's funny, isn't yeah, it?
2: Yeah. You know, Olympics drags you into watching sports you don't normally watch. Even mm. the normal. Yeah, Olympics I love.
4: I think all these yeah. new modern sports are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you who's been doing a very good
2: Scotty McGrory has been doing a great job yeah. on the speed skating and he did uh, some of it with uh, um, Saving Bradbury bradbury they've been yeah. really good together but but he's been a standout uh, but i just love some this of that good. half half pike stuff you see they they go 30 40 <laughs> feet in the air they oh, come no, out of no, the damn yeah. pike it's just amazing yeah. stuff yeah. No, i love it yeah. i'll tell you
4: what the ski jumpers look as though they're flying through the sky but they're never more than about three meters above the ground you know but these guys are even higher than ski jumpers
0: yeah, I've yeah, seen that you 30 wide. 40 feet in the air at Alp the Ways at about three in the morning. Iffy, <laughs> <laughs> no drama yeah. at all. you're right in the wheel, if
2: I remember rightly, mate. <laughs> exactly. And just on
0: that sign up for the yeah. moon
2: cycling tours. Yeah, well, it's,
0: know,
2: it's, a, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm just so excited to be able to get back to Europe, uh, and uh, you know, things are starting to um look a bit brighter uh, yeah. in, in Europe at the moment, which is great. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And so I'll be doing the, the well, whole, well, whole journey. Well, as,
4: uh, as of this morning, uh, the, our British Prime Minister, bless him, is announcing uh, that he is hoping to relieve all COVID restrictions in their entirety by the end of the month. So, yeah, no so we can no have problem.
0: parties. So we, can <laughs> have, we, can,
4: we can have parties and we can all catch the uh, the, the virus and it won't matter. Morris wants
0: those parties back big
4: time.
2: (laughs) I just got a a, a text from uh, Brett Lancaster who's uh, DSing Ineos uh, at Provence. He says, I'm watching live from Provence. Well, that's great, Great. but give us some information. Brett, come on. on Yeah. yeah. Give us us a a link, link, my
3: mate.
0: Uh, uh, Karen wants to say hi to Trish, (laughs) Phil. And she wants she to says also ask... back.
4: She says hi back. She's just gone through the door. Uh, she broke she's... her dancing shoes last night, which she only paid $300 mm-hmm. for after about oh, a week. Geez. So she's gone to get her spare pair. So she's gone yeah. home. She so Karen also says, before.
0: Phil, you'll be able to tune into the Mitchell and tour of Gippsland, which we're on SBS On Demand on Tuesday, 15th of Feb. And also, we're going to be doing a live show, we mentioned it on Tuesday, with the chat with Caleb. Uh, Sunday and Monday night on SBS Cycling Central Facebook page at 7 30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And that's with Matty Keenan that. and Dave McKenzie. So he'll be they'll be wrapping all the action for the first two days and then it's going to be streamed Kino and Macca. online. Yeah. It sounds like a solicitor firm, doesn't
4: it? Kino and Macca. And um, yeah. I should look forward to watching it because I've got a VPN connection. So that's
2: great. Perfect. I'll just sent you-, you a photo from uh, which is the. Uh, um The start. Yeah, and you put just, me under the pumpy here. <laughs> just sent me a picture of the today start rep uh, for Provence. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> oh wow! Really good. I
4: never, uh, I never cease to be amazed by the technicalities of television these days. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. uh, no, I can't, I can't ingest it. Sorry, okay. you, we'll have to all save right, that. Well. All right. Now, all right. Thanks for joining us, Phil. Massive thanks great to Sarah pleasure. Giganti. Lovely. There it um, is. Yeah, there's there a photo. There there oh,
4: there we are. <laughs> look at that. Oh, oh. And, Bruce. you know, Provence is a magical place. I love Provence. Oh. Look at the blue skies.
2: Rosé in Provence. They're it's, in the uh, winter and it's still uh, got
4: blue skies. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that, it's just about rosé o'clock. If he, Ro- it is <laughs> for you. It's
4: <laughs> coffee o'clock for me. Only it's kind of clock. 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks,
0: fellas. Along thanks to Sarah Gigante And... Yeah. Uh, Tune in to tour, the Mitchell and Toura Gibson this weekend It's going to be a great event. Absolutely, Looking it'll be sensational.
2: It. And uh, uh, next week we're going to do a preview uh, of the, the uh, Melbourne to Warnable and the women's Warnie. Uh and we're going to get um, um, we'll get one of the guys. You know what we should do? We should get the make it a family affair because uh, Bretton Jones Jones one of the favourites for mm-hmm. it, so we should get Breton on, and uh mum's running the whole show, and without Karen are. Jones, there would not be a women's warning. She has done an amazing job to get that across the line, so yep. we should get the the, the the family Jones on, and being uh, Dan Jones in the in the pilot chair, you know, got to be a connection there somewhere. Well, I'm <laughs> going to be working uh, with
0: Lucy Jones now, with the Western uh, United Footy Club, so there's a uh, connection there as well. There you uh, go.
4: It's all the, world, the, the world it's just, is
0: getting very it's going to be the Jones episode next week you're yeah. the boss if <laughs> cool. all right see you again next week guys all thanks right. Phil. take it easy all the best bye.
2: go well see you bud.
4: bye this is the winning ride of the Tournament.